Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk High School Football. Start out with Carmel with a great win over Marcus, uh, Martin Luther King out of Detroit. This is a big win for the uh, Greyhounds, 39-0 the final. Coach John Hebert. Coach, thank you so much. Great win for you and your guys tonight. Well, first of all, Bob, it's, uh, it's great to be talking with you. Um, I haven't talked to you in a little while, and I hope you're doing right. well. And uh, thank you for yeah, having I am. me on. Thank you. You're welcome. I'd be doing well, too, if I beat a good team out of Detroit, as you did tonight. I know you guys have had a difficult start. Uh, great teams. You're playing good football. The scoreboard might not necessarily reveal it, but it's great the kids get rewarded for the buy-in they've given you for these first three weeks. Oh, that's, that's the truth right there. Um, we, we set it up so they would have these great challenges, and uh, I think it's, it, it really helps to capture their attention because um, they can just watch the <laughs> film and they, they can see it. You don't have to convince them that you're, you're playing right. somebody really good. And, but, um, yeah, it, it, uh, what we're trying to do is build. We're not, we're not trying to live in a, in a false reality, so – you know, you, you play some teams that can expose you, and you you, you figure out real quick what your your areas of uh, improvement need to be. Yeah, and the one thing you want to do, obviously, is stay true to what you, who you are, and what you are. But you also you're trying to win, and and the kids, as I mentioned, buy in. It's hard to put in all the time and all the effort, and then not and then got get the reward, and it's hard not to be frustrated. And you guys have battled that and handled it pretty well. I think so, too. Uh, t- tonight, I couldn't have told you beforehand how the game was going to go. I just didn't know. Um, right. Detroit Detroit King played Cincinnati, St. Xavier in week one, and they're really good. So I wasn't sure what we were looking at. And they, King's really talented, and they've won the last two Michigan State championships, and we played them back in 21. So we're, we, we know that they're well-coached and really right. talented and great program. So um, – Tonight was 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 just a great, really uh, surprise that uh, things came together the way they did for us. How'd, how'd you do it? Who play, you know, Tell me who plays well for you uh, in this big win tonight, Coach. Well, I'll start. I'll start with our defense. Um, you know, there's the, the shutout part, but then you know we, mm-hmm. we got a safety on defense, and then we we also blocked the punt and um, scooped and scored it. And uh, we we turned them over. Uh, I have not looked at the final stats, but I mean, it, somewhere around seven or eight times uh, interceptions, fumbles, and uh, we just kept giving the ball back to the offense on short fields. And King's defense was really tough. We kicked um, three field goals um, to go along with that safety, and then mm-hmm. you know we had to um, manufacture some scores on offense with with uh, a trick play or two. Uh, but Christian Peterson, he's, he's our, our star, um, mm-hmm. really, really uh, ace of, of all uh, trades there. He can, he, can, uh, he can do a little bit of everything. But he's a lockdown corner, a kick and punt returner. He had a great punt return, a great kick return. He, um, he played a little uh, receiver, uh, threw a touchdown pass. Indiana's getting a, a, a really great one in him, so uh, we're just we're lucky to to have him. Uh, we, Artie Bryant is our inside linebacker. He's committed to right. uh, West Point, 
And uh, he had, I'm going to venture to say he had his third straight week of double-digit tackles, a couple of sacks. He had an interception. So great job by him, just really setting the tone with our front seven. Um, And then our our running backs played well. Colin Johnson, um, Elijah Alfied, we've had some injuries in that position. So Elijah was back, and um, it was great to have him back. He was our leading rusher from, from 2022. And, so we've gotten some guys, some experience, and you know, hopefully that helps build our team. Carmel, number seven and six eight tonight shuts out King High School out of Detroit, thirty nine nothing the final. John Hebert, congrats again, congratulations, and good luck next week. Appreciate it, Bob. Thank you for all that you do for for high school football and high school sports. I appreciate the kind words, John. Thank you very much. Tom Dilley from Garen Catholic joins me. Garen, number two and three A, thirty-one-seven winners over Heritage Christian. Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Thanks, Bob. Another good win. Both sides of the football play well tonight. You have to be really pleased. Yeah, they uh, they played pretty well. Um, had some drives sputtered out, but we're really thankful. We have a really strong. Really good field goal kicker, uh, Peyton Butts, is a kid, that, a senior kid for us that uh, is going to be good kicker in college. We're just not sure where yet, and uh, get three field goals tonight. And also was huge in field position, kicked off seven times and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And that's it's always a good place to start defensively. So, uh, hey, coach, uh, yeah, coach, yeah, I need you to hang on. I, I okay. apologize for interrupting you. I need you to hang on through this scoreboard update. Okay, no problem. All right, thanks so much. Uh, scoreboard update coming up. Also, a player with heart coming up. All right, more high school football final scores. Northview defeating Sullivan 46-13. to Northwood over Concord 45-14. to Oak Hill with a decisive victory against Eastbrook, 37-6. Indian Creek holds Owen Valley to nothing, 38-0 in favor of Indian Creek there. Indianapolis Cathedral beating Penn, 35-6. Ben Davis showing off why they're ranked second in the state as they held Pike to a cool zero points, 62 for Ben Davis in that game. LaVille beats Pioneer 29-13. Providence up over Madison 61-0. Anderson decisive victory over Richmond 26-3. Fountain Central beating Riverton Park 22-8. Scottsburg defeating Salem 29-15. LaPel over Shenandoah 42-8. Sheridan beats Tri-Central 28-0. Floyd Central with 56 to Silver Creek's 28, and Bluffton beats South Adams 41-6. Once again, it breaks my heart to read this final score, but my Zionsville Eagles fell to the Westfield Shamrocks 28-27. Fourth quarter, Westfield with an interception. Zionsville gets the ball back with four minutes left to play, and then a field goal goes wide, meaning Westfield holds on to their one-point lead to close that game out. Winnemac falls to North White 36-14, and Heritage beats Woodland 26-0. I'll be back with you in another 15 minutes. Until then, for Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Player with a Heart, brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain 
Farmers at Heart. We resume our conversation with Tom Dilley, the head coach at Garen Catholic. They're number two and three eight, thirty one seven winners over Heritage Christian. Talked about your kicker, who did a great job. Sounds to me like you had great performances, especially defensively, keeping Heritage Christian out of the end zone except for one time. Yeah, I thought our defense played well overall, um, especially Gavin Stella a senior linebacker for us, and uh, Elijah Taylor, a senior defensive end who actually was really pretty dog sick all week and uh, really gutted it out and played a really good game in the trenches. Uh, but as I said before, can't say enough about our kicker tonight, Peyton Butts. All those all those defensive series after scores started on you know the, the, the 20-yard lines with uh, a lot of uh, touchbacks. So that was key wow. for field position. And I think uh, offensively, our quarterback had a nice game through three touchdown passes and spread it around a little bit. Um, I know Alex Gibbs, Jack Cherry, and Harrison Miller all had touchdowns. And uh, then our running ga- our running game, we use uh, two running backs. They're both pretty talented, and we're, we really like both of them. Uh, Jack Linden and, and Peter Rooney continue to run the ball hard. You still playing well in your mind? You still like what's going on with your team? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, we're getting better each week. Uh, we're not where we probably would like to be yet or where we know we are, I think we're capable of, but I think we're moving in the right mm-hmm. direction. And the, the leadership's been good and the work ethic and the practices have been um, getting better and, and sharp. And, uh, you know, so we're just going to try to get a little better every day. Who's next week? Uh, we have Burbuff next week. So we start our conference play. Um, mm. We'll uh, be at Burbuff mm-hmm. Jesuit next week. Should be a great game. Tom Dilley, the yeah. football coach at Garen Catholic. They're number two and three. They beat Heritage Christian tonight, 31-7. Tom, thanks so much for the time. Good luck next week against the Braves. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Have a great weekend. You're welcome. Thank you. Greg Rakestraw joins us, the man, uh, the ubiquitous and – incredibly talented Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Sports Network. Tonight he has the call of a very impressive win by Ben Davis. They beat Pike 52-0. Greg, thank you so much for the call. An overwhelming win for the Giants tonight. It was, uh, and and Pike would refer to uh, Ben Davis's offense as ubiquitous as well. Uh, this was forty-eight nothing <laughs> at halftime. It was twenty-four nothing in each right. of the first and, and second quarters. And and this is a Ben Davis team that again they've they've had one of the best wins in Indiana so far because sure. it's a win outside of Indiana. The win at Cincinnati Molar a couple of weeks ago where BD won by three touchdowns, uh, and and it was easy to see why. And you kind of knew that going in. They return as many pieces on both sides of the football as any of the powerhouses in 6A. Center Grove is kind of in a similar vein this year. Uh, but Ben Davis has Thomas Gotkowski, uh, who is verbal to play at Manville, Ohio. Of course, Jason Simmons now there. Russ Mann, the head coach at Ben Davis. Thomas basically played the first 21 minutes of tonight's game. And he went 12 of 17 for 287 yards mm. and five touchdowns wow. in tonight's contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Zachary, That'll of course, who was a big part of Ben <laughs> Davis's un- unbeaten basketball team last year, but is probably even a higher level football recruit than he is basketball recruit. He touched the ball twice and scored twice. He had a 29-yard touchdown grab. He had a 55-yard touchdown grab in tonight's game as well. Pike is, is, is not as bad as that final score would indicate. I think that was more about just simply how good Ben Davis is on both sides of the ball. And uh, 
They're going to have quite the test next week, Bob. They're going to play IMG Academy. I'm going to have the, the fortune of calling that game uh, at a national level, and, and I am looking forward to it. Obviously, IMG, uh, because of, of where they pull players from, they're kind of like a national all-star team. And Ben Davis thinks they've got the talent to hang with them, and frankly, I kind of think they do too. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that game on the west side next Friday night. You know, they're number one for a reason. You, you Obviously, you've seen them. You saw them last year. You, you do a lot of the Mick games uh, with the ISC, and you see them. But uh, their, their, their speed is uh, scary. Uh, their, their quickness, their size, they dominate both sides of the football. And, and as you pointed out now, I mean, their skilled position players are big play capable anytime they touch the football. And again, Zachary is a high-level recruit. They've got several of the Division One kids in that roster. A lot of those kids are kind of, you know, mid-American conference level. Quarterback Nylon Brown as a linebacker is just tremendous. And again, there is nothing that beats experience and maturity. So your two inside linebackers right. that Ben Davis play starters. You know, Andrew Evans is the other. Uh, and so this is a group that that they've been good. They've had their ups and downs the last couple of years, but everything has been building to this year where they have so many pieces back. They, they lost a, a talented lineman in Cameron Davenport off of last year's team is now playing a couple of really good small college-level receivers off of last year's team in Lincoln Murph and, and Marcus Reese, but virtually everybody else is back. They, they have four different running backs that, that, that see touches. Their top running back is Elijah Price. Had one touchdown running. Isaac White did the majority of, of the ball carrying, had 104 yards and, and kind of a late touchdown. But they are impressive in every area special teams, offense, defense. Again, it, it's great that Ben Davis gets to play IMG. Unfortunately, it mm-hmm. kind of came at the expense of the Center Grove game. Those two are supposed to reconnect next year. But the reason I say it's unfortunate. Frankly, that game would have given us an idea as to what the postseason would look like between those two because I, I do think those two teams are, are one and two in the state clearly now. There's other really good teams in the northern half. And, again, the Hoosier Crossroads Conference has never been as good top to bottom as it has been this year. Most, right. not right. all of those teams, obviously, go to the northern half of the bracket. But uh, for, for whatever we talk about in 6A, I, I think so much of it will be – Center Grove and Ben Davis potentially circling around each other to a potential, you know, late November game in terms of the 6A playoffs. And you clearly have to put uh, Brownsburg in that mix, Westfield in yep. that mix. Uh, just you, you know, you just go down there. Uh, HSE um, Carmel yep. gets a big win tonight. Um, so. Uh, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> it bodes well for what the tournament will be about when you and I, uh, you know, get a chance to talk throughout the year uh, about these particular teams. The other team I throw in there too because I was so impressed by them last week was Fishers, and I know Fishers got another good win tonight. They've right? got numerous right? Division One level kids. The Martin kid at tailback is 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 really solid. Um, they, they've got you know Brady Wolf defensively. Uh, the, the, the numbers he puts up in terms of sacks and tackles for loss are, are, are pretty jaw dropping uh, at, at this level as well. Um, you know there there are again a couple of really good teams, but this may also be the deepest that 6A has been in terms of you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not just one team we're talking about. There's a couple that lead the pack, but I, I really think that late October and November at the 6A level. 
is going to be as fun as it has been because there are so many quality teams throughout the state, but obviously especially in central Indiana. All right, Greg Rigstrom, um, you're going to join us tomorrow night. We're going to talk about the Colts, if you don't mind, and anything else that you feel like we, we need to talk about. But you still have to – you had a chance to do the TV work in the preseason. I got about a minute here, but uh, it seems to me that um, it could be an interesting – it's going to be an exciting year just trying to follow the progress of their brand-new quarterback. Correct. And a lot of this, well, you know, maybe we're measuring success differently for this team this year. You know, it's the NFL. You're always wanting to win games. And the last time that we weren't sure what to expect or said, hey, it's a young quarterback, the Colts won 11 games. So you truly never know what's going to happen. But I think so much of this year will be about the development of number five and other young guys around them. There is obviously tremendous uncertainty about Jonathan Taylor other than we know he's not playing in the first four games. That's about all we know. Um, you know, there's going to be some ups and downs, but, but I have been impressed by what I have seen from Anthony Richardson so far. Has he been perfect? No. But do I think he is ready to at least meet the challenge of learning on the job and playing in the National Football League? Yes, I do, and we officially get that process started some nine days from now. He's Greg Rigstraw from the IFC Sports Network. He's the best at what he does. He has the call tonight. I'm a very impressive win. Ben Davis beats Pike 62-0. Greg, thanks. We'll talk tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. All right, some more football scores to get to. And just before we get to some finals, we got a really intense matchup here. Two teams, one and one in Evansville, Bossy and Castle. Again, both one and one on the season. The Castle Knights are up by three in the fourth quarter, but the game has yet to be decided. Evansville, Bossy launching a massive fourth quarter comeback. 28 points in the fourth quarter alone. They Only three more points separate them from sending this game into Overtime. Speaking of overtime, a couple of overtime decisions that came in from my last update. Manchester beats Wabash in a double overtime game, 27-21. to That's right. One overtime period was not enough to decide this one. Manchester wins it 27-21 in double overtime. Speaking of Monrovia, by one over Linton Stockton, 27-26. to Their game went down to the wire as well settled in an overtime period. Going back to some other final scores in regular time, Northview beat Sullivan 46-13. A very close yet high-scoring game, Northwestern beats Benton Central 50-48. Northwood over Concord 45-14. Oak Hill defeats Eastbrook 37-6. Indian Creek blinks Owen Valley 38-0. Another close and relatively high-scoring game. Park Tudor beating Indianapolis Shortridge 44-38. Indianapolis Cathedral up over Penn 35-6. And once again, second-ranked in the state, showing you why. Ben Davis beats Pike 62-0, as you heard Greg Rakestraw talk about earlier. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Let's talk some football. Seymour beats Columbus East tonight, 41-26. Tyson Moore joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a pretty hard-fought win tonight. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's always nice to be able to call you on a Friday night after a big victory. So, uh, I appreciate our guys, that. Thought our guys did really well tonight. 
uh, we had a lot of energy, stayed focused the entire night, and got a big, 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 big program win. Big program win. There's no question. When's the last time you beat East? Well, we actually we beat them two years ago to snap the the streak, their conference streak that they had. Um, but it, right. it's it, it, East has not lost many conference games over the last two decades. No. How'd you do it, Coach? Obviously, to me, it looks like you, your offense was uh, was playing awfully, awfully well tonight. Yeah, we uh, we actually we saw some things on film that we really liked from uh, their game with Columbus North a week ago, and we came out and we went tempo, which is something that we haven't done all season. Uh, and we spread out the field and we, we went empty the entire first half. We I think there were only mm. two plays that we didn't have a running back in the backfield and. Uh, at the end of the night, we ended up throwing for 405 yards and five touchdowns and then rushed the ball for just over 110. So it proved uh, proved to be big for us to be able to utilize our empty sets. Tell me about your quarterback. Man, I tell you what, he's a winner. He uh, he was he was uh, the starting quarterback as a sophomore the year the last time we beat them. And right. he is he's one of those kids that you just you look at him and he's a straight baller. He uh, he's he's not physically he's not the biggest quarterback he's not the fastest but he finds ways to make plays on his feet he uh, finds ways to make plays through the air and uh, when it comes down to it he's one of the most trustworthy guys that you could have to to lead the team right. and uh, he kept his composure all night uh, he was calm and collective in the pocket even when we had some pressure up the middle uh, but he just he found he took what Columbus East gave us all night he didn't try to force the big one. Um, we set him up a couple times and had some nice long touchdowns, but for the most part, man, he he was a senior quarterback that led like a senior quarterback. And what's his what's his name, Coach? Brett Perry. He's a three sport athlete, and uh, he also has a good, four point five GPA too. <laughs> uh, I see why he wins. <laughs> yeah, and you know we got weapons on uh, the field too. So good. All right, who do you play next week? Next week is a big showdown with Floyd Central. We got to go down to the river for a big conference yep. game. Good one tonight. Seymour forty-one twenty-six winners over Columbus East. Tyson Moore, thank you so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Westfield's number six in six A tonight. They beat Zionsville twenty-eight twenty-seven. Jake. Um, Gilbert, the head coach at Westfield, joins me. Coach, congratulations on a hard-fought yeah. win tonight. Thank you. Yeah, 3-0. and The HCC is tough, so 1-0, and and yeah, proud to be be undefeated. We just had Greg Rigster on, and he echoed exactly what you said. He said that your league is really, really, really good. Balanced, top to bottom, no easy nights, especially you look at you know, you and Zions will come in, neither one of you had lost going into this game. So uh, it's a close one. Tell me how you win it tonight. Well, um, kudos to Zionsville. They, they really outplayed us, but we just found a way. So we um, – we're able to score early and take the lead early, but then we we just kind of were lackadaisical. But our defense um, really stood up in times. We put them in bad spots a lot. Uh, we mm-hmm. lost the turnover battle three to one, but yet our defense found a way to force some field goals and just hold them out just enough. And uh, then our offense got a little hot late in the game, and we came back from 13 down to win 28-27. 
Wow. <laughs> to come back, though, you, you know, kudos to your defensive unit for getting you the football. Yeah, yeah. So, again, it wasn't a perfect night. It wasn't pretty. Um, we we had great pressure on the quarterback, but he made a ton of plays scrambling, and we did a lot of things really, really good. There's some things we can improve on for sure, but the effort was pretty good, and we just played pretty hard on defense, which was a good sign after last week. Then offensively, we just didn't execute the level we've been executing, and we turned it over. Mm-hmm. But we, we got enough out of our O um, to get four touchdowns, and that's got to be enough to win in the HCC, you know, and so that was, was pretty good. Who do you play next week, Coach? Uh, we host Noblesville. Good uh, good matchup. They're playing well. Lose a tough one tonight, but a good program. Westfield yeah. number 6 and 6A. Tonight, 28-27 winners over Zionsville. Jay Gilbert, great to talk to you as always, and congratulations again. Thank you. Have a good night, Coach. Bye. Thank you. Brian Cole joins me, the head coach at Centerville. In a great one, they beat twenty-two. They beat Eastern Hancock twenty-two twenty-one tonight. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on an exciting win tonight. Thank you, I appreciate it. You're welcome. So, tell me how you do this. Did you did you scoop? Tell me here. Make my night for me. Tell me you you kick a field goal at the end to win with no time on the clock. Even better. I got an even better one for you. Oh, um, I we, love it. Yeah. It, <laughs> No, it was it was unbelievable. We were we went up fifteen eight right before half, uh, and then we got the ball to start the third quarter and had a eight minute drive. I think almost the entire third quarter, uh, but we right. didn't convert. Ooh. They got the ball back. They they scored with nine minutes left to tie the game. We went back down, put together a drive, scored with four and a half minutes left mm-hmm. to go up twenty two fifteen. <laughs> and then they they put together a, a, a you know a little two minute drill, got down, and it was got down to fourth and one on the goal line, and they punched it in, tied it up, <laughs> or no, they were down one, yep, and right. then they went for they went for two in the win, and um and we we held them. They threw a little outside screen to a receiver, and we rallied, made a tackle on the one yard line, and and big <laughs> goal line stand. Who gets the tackle? Oh, it was a swarm. Uh, there was a there was okay. Ross and Ethan Becerra, but there was about three or four hats on it, and it, it was uh, we were flying to the football. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great play. What a great win! What a great win for your kids. Now, seriously, it was, and we knew it was going to be a really tough game, and we knew this was a big one on our schedule, um, non-conference game. But we knew Eastern Hancock was talented and very well coached, and. Um, it was a, it was a huge win for our kids. It was it was gutty. It was gritty. They, you know, we had to really fight down at the end. And our starting running back started cramping and missed the entire fourth quarter. So we leaned on another guy, next man up, and and we just, you know, we we really, right. We we rely on our our pass game a lot. But tonight we ran the football and developed a, a really strong run game. And I think that and our defense just really they they actually scored on about a 70 yard run on the first play from scrimmage to start the game so um, we were able to answer right away and um, it was it was just a it was a really good football game it really was I mean this is an Eastern Hancock team had a big win last week and so uh, you guys are rolling who do you play next week did you tell me already not yet we uh, we are playing at Winchester 
Okay. So Winchester, yeah, they just lost their first game, pretty close one tonight against Northeastern. Um, good football team. So that, it'll be we just, we're conference the rest of the way. Uh, but right. yeah, we're at Winchester next week. Hope we're talking next week tonight. Centerville, 22-21 winners over Eastern Hancock. Brian Cole, congratulations again, and good luck next week. All right, thanks, Coach. Thank you very much. Mike Scavara from Indiana SRN joins me as the call of Evansville Memorial's 56-0 win over Evansville Central. Mike, thank you. So I got about a minute here. Let's get started, though. What an impressive win for Memorial tonight. Well, six interceptions set the tone as uh, yeah. the defense. Uh, uh, <laughs> Alex Brochures in the first 48 seconds intercepted and ran it back. And then uh, the Tigers can look to uh, score again on their next six possessions, led by the two job top uh, players uh, in foray and passing. Uh, Matthew Fisher was 10 of 12 for 155 yards and three touchdowns. He's thrown for 6-10. Luke Elsman caught four, three of the touchdowns. He's the top receiver in 4A as uh, the Tigers go to 3-0, and their second shutout in a row. And John Hurley, he got 74 different players <laughs> into the game. Wow. They had a running clock in the second half. Hey, Mike, I want you to hang on. That was great. I appreciate that, but I want you to hang on. We'll come back and yep. talk some more, okay? Definitely. Mike Scavar and I will come back talk more football on Indiana Sports. All right, this update should be called the South Update, and you'll see why with the amount of times you're going to hear me say schools with the word South in them. Bluffton beats South Adams 41-6. to uh, Chicago Christian out of Illinois beats South Bend Clay 52-6. to South Bend Riley and South Bend Adams take to the field. It was South Bend Riley winning 22-12. to South Bend Washington and South Bend St. Joseph. South Bend St. Joseph is dominant in this one, 51 to nothing. Bremen beats South Central Union Mills 35-0 as well. The battle between the Putnams, South Putnam and North Putnam. It was South Putnam defeating the northern side 28-6. South Spencer and North Posey. It was North Posey winning their game 41-7. North Montgomery also beat Southmont Southmont, 28-14. Southport falls to Columbus North 35-6. Southwood beats North Miami 39-6. And then I believe we've made it out of the south. It's now Beach Grove beating Speedway 30-22. Paoli beats Spring Valley 42-8. 18. Carol Flora up over Taylor, 62 to 7. Southridge, there's another one, over Tecumseh, 63 to nothing. And Switzerland County beats out of state Trimble County from Kentucky, 21 to 6. Finally, Indianapolis Lutheran beats Triton Central, 43 to 13. And Tri West blanked Frankfurt, 56 to nothing. For those keeping track at home, I said South 16 times in this update, 17 if you include the last one. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Scavar from the Indiana SRN rejoins me. All right, you, you blew through the 56-0 win, 56 nothing win over uh, Memorial had over uh, Evansville Central Memorial number 4 and 4A. Let's talk about some of the kids who played well uh, for, for Evansville Memorial tonight. You said that Coach Hurley played 75 guys, uh, so I don't want to put you on a particular spot, but give me the highlights if you can, Mike. Well, again, six different players, uh, intercepted passes, and uh, they were a, a, a 
ball hawking uh, the whole time. Uh, again, Matthew Fisher, the junior quarterback, uh, number three and four eight coming in. Uh, you know, only missed two passes, 10 of 12, 155 yards and three scores. Luke Elsperman had four catches for 93 yards at all three of those scores. And he uh, is uh, over 350 yards in receiving and Fisher was over 600. Uh, again, the defense played well uh, all the way as uh, they were able to come up uh, with the shutout. As again in the Southern mm-hmm. Indiana Athletic Conference, there's only two teams that are undefeated uh, after three right. weeks: uh, Evansville Memorial and Evansville Wright. And uh, a lot's going to happen between now and Week Seven, but uh, uh, those two teams uh, match up then. And in uh, a ball game, where just about everything goes right when you know you score on your first six possessions offensively and. Sp- score on the first minute um, on defense, right. a lot of things are going to happen. And, uh, and Coach Hurley's uh, uh, ball club, uh, they're, they're, they're playing well right now. And uh, they lost a lot of seniors. You know, they made it to the uh, regional and lost to East Central State Champs in 4A. And uh, they're, they're, they're going to have a tough sectional. And uh, it, it ought to be an interesting matchup. And it's, there's always competitive games in the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference. Mike Scavara, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. You're the same, Bob. Appreciate it. Eric Moore joins me, the head coach at Center Grove. The Trojans are number two in 6A tonight. They beat Louisville Trinity 34-7. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a very big win for your kids tonight. Uh, Thanks, Bob. It's uh, great to finally get to talk to you. First weekend we were (laughs) in uh, the Hall of Fame Classic. Right. I uh, right. played on Saturday, and then last week I wasn't feeling real well after the game, so I went right to bed. And this week we're back to home and uh, <clears throat> got to play a really good Trinity team. Uh, and game started slow for us. We didn't play very well on offense. Didn't uh, wasn't fundamentally sound, and mm-hmm. they to us a little bit. And our defense, defense, defense was the difference tonight. Rushing the passer, making big plays, tackling, causing fumbles. Uh, this, they kept us out of trouble all night. We ended up getting a score in the, first, in the second quarter. Had one that should have been in the end of the first half, but they didn't give it to us. Uh, came out in the third quarter. We're going to run the football. We're going to grow up and put our big boy pants on right. and start running the football. Right. And, and we went down the field and scored <laughs> on them. And then defense, defense, you know, three and out, one three and out, and then this took off. We scored four times in the third quarter. Uh, Cherry to Coy two or three different times for 50, 60-yard bombs. Um just our kids played really well. Second half defense was really good all night long. Uh, very proud of them, and uh, this guy cleaned some things up. And it's Trojans versus the world. We get to host uh, <laughs> Moeller next week. You know what, though? Uh, listen, you guys have grown up each week, it seems like, because uh, you've challenged them, obviously, uh, with the schedule. They've responded. Um, not an easy thing to do, uh, but the trajectory of this team is clearly on the way up. Yeah, if we can just keep all of our arms and legs glued on. I mean, after the first game when you play the Green Bay Packers, that was unbelievable. But we, you know, with St. Ed's, we stayed in the game. In the third quarter, it's, it's fourteen to three, and we didn't get it. We didn't convert a first down, or we might right. have been able to pull something out of our hat on that game. And uh, then next, then last week we had Oak Hill from Tennessee, three-time defending state champion, just like we are. And it was just a, it was a great ball game. The heat really affected them, I think, more than us. Uh, appreciate our kids uh, conditioning and playing and practicing outside. We didn't go inside one time. And we are able mm-hmm. to really ma- dismantle them. And then tonight, you know, uh, the physicality is the difference. We have decent speed. 
Uh, good speed on defense, not as fast as we've been on offense, but great speed, and it helps having an unbelievable quarterback. Eric Moore, football coach at Center Grove, 34-7 winners over Trinity of Louisville. Trojans are number two in 6A. Coach, thanks. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. It's great to be back on. Appreciate all you do for high school football. Go Trojans. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Whiteland, number seven in uh, 5A, beats number four, Decatur Central. It's a great game. 31-15, the final for uh, the Whiteland Warriors. Hall of Fame coach Darren Fisher joins us. Coach, great win tonight. Congrats. Oh, thank you very much, Bob. It was a, it was a tremendous team win. A tremendous team win. You know, your schedule has been a tough one to start with, and so it's a great bounce-back win for you against a really, really good football team. Well, you know, we told our kids all week long, like, we won that. Everybody on our roster had a part in that win because we needed to practice better. That that week of the major heat, we were practicing in the morning. We could only practice for an hour. Right. Wasn't it wasn't as competitive as we needed to be. And I thought our practices Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday especially were, were super competitive. So all of our kids really had a hand in it um, as far as getting, you know, getting our team. We improved a lot between week two and week three. Right. We really improved. On. I thought our kicking game, Zach Rudolph, our special team's coordinator. Our kicking game was phenomenal tonight. We, uh, we blocked a punt. Uh, we recovered an onside kick. Uh, we, uh, you know, had some great, had a great punt to pin them at the one-yard line. Uh, we really executed our special teams unbelievably well tonight, and that was a major factor. And our defense ended up scoring twice. Um, our defensive line was great. Carlos Ogega tips a, pa- a screen pass intercepted by Scott Harden uh, for a touchdown right at the end of the half. Um, and then in the third quarter, we kind of put the game away with another great pass rush out of our guys, another another tip pass by Carlos, and another scoop and score by Scott Harden. So our defense put away, uh, you know, kind of put the game away for us. Our offense did just enough. Um, you know, Gunnar Hicks uh, scored on a long run in the first half, and Slate Valentine had 130 yards rushing. You know, we told our kids four yards of play can't lose and we've got some injuries and we're not mm-hmm. super explosive mm-hmm. we're not super explosive right now but i thought we were we ran the ball for 250 yards we threw the ball just enough for about 50 or so and and um you know we we really kind of grounded out but it was a like i said defense and special teams carried the day today well who's up next week We've got the Franklin Grizzly Cubs next week in the battle for the Blues, out, our man. rivalry game. Yep, it's our rivalry game. So, um, you know, I know they had a big win in overtime tonight. And, yeah, they did. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be. Uh, it's, we got to go down there, and it'll be. Uh, it'll be a great game. It's, it's always a fun atmosphere when Whiteland plays Franklin. That's for sure. It'd be fun to watch. Uh, you know, I, I live here. But I've I have this little commitment that I have on Friday nights. So yeah, yeah, you I'm do. Not sure. You do. You <laughs> you got to carry the flag for everybody now. You can't. You know. You can't. You can't choose sides. You can't choose that, sides there. That's so exactly gotta, right. That's right. You got to be. You got to be fair and impartial, man. That's what you've done all these years, and I expect you to maintain that. I so will absolutely do this. You're, even though you're a loyal Franklinite, you know you. <laughs> yeah. I've lived here 50 years, and so and, and I, I love Chris. Everybody does. So yep. we're, I wish you the best. Yep. Decatur Central and Whiteland. Whiteland wins this one 31-15. Darren Fisher, thanks again. Good luck next week. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Go Warriors. I appreciate it. 
Scoreboard update coming up to top the hour and then more of week three of high school football on Indiana Sports Talk.